You're listening to the Eagles Insider Podcast. Now here's your host, Chris McPherson. Yes, indeed, and welcome to episode three of the Eagles Insider Podcast. I am Chris McPherson, joined alongside my right-hand man, Alex Smith, and the preseason oh, yeah. is finally upon us. Can't wait. Another season of Eagles football ready to get going. I'm pumped. You know, it's only the preseason game. The first team may only play one or two series. Doesn't matter. I don't matter. care about any of that. Doesn't matter. You know, you know, I was talking to uh, Fran Duffy here, and he has a sickness because he was telling me that what he was most looking forward to about Thursday night's game. All right, wait, 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 wait. So Fran, okay, are all 22 extraordinaire. Correct. Lives, breathes uh, football. I could see him being, you know, intrigued by the line play, O-line, D-line. Fair I could thing see to that, think. You know. You know that, you know, looking at the quarterback's new offensive system, but no. Okay. What Fran Duffy is most looking forward to is whether or not the young cornerbacks can play special teams. But I'm excited for all of it. I really, you know, it's it's just the preseason, like I said, but uh, I'm really pumped just to get back over to the stadium. It's great that it's taking place here at Lincoln Financial Field, about a mile down the road from where we're recording this podcast. And I'm thrilled about episode two and the feedback that we received. We received comments like this one from 12 by 12 Eggs. Who just says he loves a new format? Give us a five star rating. So oh, thank you very much for that on stars. iTunes. So whether it's iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you listen to our podcast, please, 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 we're begging uh, for any new comments, ratings, anything that you like about the podcast, anything you want to see change, definitely let us know with the new format. So Trey Burton, great story, phenomenal interview, and he's had an outstanding training camp. He didn't get injured. No. That was a big thing. Uh, yeah, we, let's knock on uh, knock on wood there, because you know we were worried after the first episode with Brandon Brooks. We're like, we hope we're not starting a trend. I think we're out of the clear. I hope so. One, so. I hope so because Trey's been he's been outstanding uh, on the field so far. So with that being said, this interview, which we taped the first week of training camp, Vitai discusses his Tongan background, how he got his name, his first name, Halapuli how his parents immigrated to the U.S. from Tonga back in the 1980s, and also his twin brothers who have. Quite simple names. I love this. this is compared to Halapulavadis. And the three of them played along the same offensive line in high school. So we have that to get to and a whole lot more. So let's get right into our interview with rookie fifth round pick offensive tackle Halapulavadi Vitae. How'd I do with that? Perfect. There we go. See? I've had a few months too. You can call me V, though. I remember V when you were drafted. It was announced by a fan at the stadium, Lincoln Financial Field. Were you watching on TV at the time? No. Too busy celebrating. Because you already got the call at that uh-huh. point. You're going crazy. So you hear the name, and I recognize it because Mike Mayock, who does the mm-hmm. preseason games for the Eagles, had hyped you up and said he's a guy to watch for the Eagles in the week leading up to the draft. So I knew right away, but everyone else is like, how do we spell his name? Trying to get graphics and everything else put together. And I'm like sitting there, it's like, it's Vitae, it's Vitae. So how many people did you have at your draft celebration? Just my immediate family, my first cousin, so probably around 20 people. So your parents immigrated from Tonga, is that correct? Mm-hmm. They came to the States around 88, if I'm right, after watching this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they met in Reno, Nevada, and then they came down to Texas, and that's when I was born. What was the reason? So they didn't know each other until they both came to the States, so they came separately, correct? Mm-hmm. And what were the reasons for coming to the U.S.? Better opportunity better future especially for us according to my dad and how did they end up in texas uh, you, you mentioned that they met in nevada my dad has l- lots of family down in texas his brothers and sisters and so they came down there you have family you have two brothers mm-hmm. both younger and they're twins is that correct yes yeah. they're not young anymore because they're 11 months younger than me <laughs> 
The young, so, they're so. younger. They're still, they're, they're always still young. Be, yeah, they'll but always be, always young, be but younger, the younger brother. So yeah, nonetheless, they are, they are twins. for one month every year, you guys are technically the same age. Oh yeah. So bet that could be confusing for people. But I have to ask you this. I know you probably get a million questions about your name, and I'm sure <laughs> it gets old really, really fast. But your twin brothers are Kevin and Will, mm-hmm. and you're Hal Pulavati. Yep. Can you explain <laughs> how that came to be? The only thing I know is that I was named after my dad's cousin, who is Halapulavati, but he has a middle name. I don't have a middle name, and that's the only difference. But when Kevin and William came along, I have no idea. So do they tag up on you? Oh, they team uh, up together, always. or how is always. that dynamic like? <laughs> always. If I'm, let's say, arguing with one of them, like William, then Kevin will back him up. So they game against you, basically. You're I'm always, always left I'm, on I'm always the odd man out. You're left on an island, like always. you are a tackle. Mm-hmm. So prepared you well. Then, in high school, you guys all played on the same offensive line at mm-hmm. one point. What was it like having three Vitae brothers on the same line? <laughs> I would look to my brother, and I would already know what he wants to do. Like, if we played other teams that doesn't speak Tongan. <laughs> and oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah, really? Well, me and my brothers would just start speaking to each other in my language, and then... <laughs> Yeah. So you could probably get away with like bad mouthing the ref and things like that. Oh, yeah. Just oh, oh, yeah. that's, see that <laughs> those days. are the little things you don't think of, yeah. but that's a good point. So what was the offensive line? I was tackle, my brother Kevin was the center and my brother William was the left guard. So you're all on the same oh, side so, of the line? Oh, oh yeah, we're on the same side, but I give it away because we're definitely running to that side. <laughs> you would think, yes. Mm, yeah, of course. Physically, were they as big uh, as you are? They are not as tall, but they're big. I'm the skinny one in my family. <laughs> What is that? You mentioned that you guys know the Tongan language. How much have your parents tried to keep those traditions alive, even though that you guys have all been born and raised here in the U.S.? Every time we get together with other family, we still have the same traditional foods, still have the same um, traditions as like when we go to weddings. What are some of those? I've never been to a Tongan wedding. Okay, so a Tongan wedding, there's a lot of mats. There's Tongan mats. It's like a tribal design. Okay. They hang it all over the wall. Us, we wear like a little skirt. It's very, very poor, but they make the best out of it. My parents still try and do that, but at the same time, my parents you know, just live life. Have you ever been to Tonga? I have not, but I've been to New Zealand and Australia. It's really nice. Okay. So speaking of your heritage, there's been a number of notable Polynesian NFL players. There's mm-hmm. a whole list you can go through. Haloti Nada, Junior Seau, Troy Palomalu. Where does football come into all that? I mean, is it something that as you were growing up, you recognized those players and, and yeah. you kind of knew about them um, growing up? A lot of the Polynesians are competitive and we like to compete each other especially our family and then of course we get mad at each other but anyway it gives us something to do staying out of trouble it's just one of the things that we enjoyed back in the islands everybody played rugby did you ever play rugby i never played in like a select team but i played with my cousin a lot do you get any athleticism from your parents mm-hmm. were they athletes both at sides. all mm-hmm. both sides mm-hmm. mom really athletic and then dad's was really strong so you played high school ball in texas mm-hmm. the friday night lights theme was it as big as the yeah, movies was, and everyone else makes yeah, it out it to was, be it was big we had a lot of kids in our school how was, many kids would you say 3500 it's pretty big for high school yeah well it was really nice i mean we weren't the best team in texas so i'm sure you had other offers for colleges mm-hmm. why did you select tcu i was originally committed to texas tech it was five six hours away from fort worth just wanted to get out of fort worth because i've been fort worth all my life but during that time two months before signing day Mom went for a biopsy. There was like a little bump in her chest. So during really? that time, yeah, switched my commitment to TCU, stay closer. It's better than for to drive 30 minutes than going five hours. But after signing day, she was fine. So everything's yeah, good. She's mom. Perfect. It all worked out in the end. I mean, you oh, go yeah. to TCU, you have a great career there. At what point did you start to think, I could do this professionally? I could maybe be a pro football player? 
junior at TCU because a lot of scouts have been coming. My online coach, Coach Anderson, he was always like, hey, the scouts are coming, you know, this could be a chance. So I try to do everything along with Joey Hunt, who plays for the Seahawks now. At the time, I thought I can do this. You had a lot of noble players from the team, especially a year ago. Trevon Boykin, Josh Doxson was a first-round pick. He's staying in the division, so mm-hmm. you'll still be able to see him a couple of times a year. You know, have you have you talked to him? Have you brought yeah. that up at all? Yeah. And what kind like, of trash talk has uh, ensued since? No, the first thing I told him, I say, hey, after we play, uh, let me have your jersey. So before we go more to the Eagles, mm-hmm. if you weren't going to go into football, one of the things you put in your media guide bio said that possibly a wrestler. I was just messing around, but all right. Yeah, right. WWE, yeah, of course. Are uh, you a big WWE guy? I was when Stone Cold and Rocky used to go against each other. Oh, that's true. That's true. I, think that I think Lane Johnson looks very similar to Stone Cold. Stone Cold, yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's something that it's ever been discussed in a lot of room, that's but really, that's, Yeah, I can see that. You should put you two together so, side <laughs> by side. A tag team duo. Between that and then Dennis Kelly, I mean. The Undertaker. Dennis Kelly, yeah. So have you spoken to Vinnie Curry about wrestling? Because I have not. Vinnie Curry is one of the biggest WWE fans. Is he? That, no, yes. I gotta talk to him. About he does that. the whole Ric Flair woo. He does. <laughs> yeah. He has a book. In oh, the, oh, yeah, I do. You gotta do I'm it if you're gonna do, do it. it. I'm not gonna <laughs> do it. <laughs> woo! There we go. Come there you on. go. Last year, at least, he had a book in his locker of like an encyclopedia, basically, of, of all the wrestlers. So if you ever Aww. need to brush up on it, Vinnie Curry is probably. I the need way to talk to, go. to him. You might be there for a couple hours. I thought it was also interesting in your bio, come to Philadelphia, drafted by the Eagles in the fifth round, that one of your favorite TV shows was The Fresh Prince mm-hmm. of Bel-Air. So was that always growing up, or was that something you're like, I'm in Philadelphia, I got to say I like cheese oh, eggs, I, I like think Fresh about Prince. That, but <laughs> no, it was just one of the TV shows I used to watch growing up, that and Friends. I'm a big friend scout. Put that. Uh, out. Put I, that, out that that's where I'll have to step out of the conversation. If you guys want to go back and forth on Ross and Rachel and all that Chandler, kind of stuff, Chandler's my favorite guy. That could be a separate podcast <laughs> in itself. We'll see if anybody else in the locker room wants to talk about it as well. Is there anyone in the locker room who watches something that you're kind of like, wow, oh, I wouldn't think you'd watch that? Because Jordan Matthews and I have talked about the Bachelorette, but he, well, he knows has a, he has a natural, connection but he has a connection it. because I Jordan every now and then. Jordan Rodgers was his quarterback at Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's a connection there. You've watched it. Are you going to blame your girlfriend for that? No. It's just really catchy. You know, you start seeing the drama. It's I funny. love it. I personally love it. I will fly oh, it. it too. So I love all kinds of shows. What are some of your other favorite shows right now? So when I was at TCU, we had a roommate. When we go to the games, mm-hmm. like on the road, for some reason, we always find ourselves watching Cartoon Network. We also watch Naked and Afraid. Oh, that's a good show. It is. So speaking of... Your household. You have two dogs, correct? Oh, yeah. They're not the type of dogs that I would envision a player having. Oh, yeah. They're very small. Terrier and mm-hmm. a Chihuahua, am I and correct? Chihuahua, yep. What are their names? Well, first, the, the Chihuahua, I wanted to call him Rico because it fit him. But okay. then my <laughs> parents were like, no, he's too hyper, so they call him Coffee. Okay. And then we have a Terrier. Me and my girlfriend rescued her okay. from PetSmart. She's going to be three years old now. Her name was Patricia first. And you're like, no, we no. gotta change this. <laughs> so I'm changing, and I named her uh, Abby. They're back home in Texas? Yeah, with my mom, dad. They seem to love them. We've gone through your entire bio here, so I don't know if this is another answer that you kind of just made up and that they went with it, but it says that you learned to play guitar by ear. Oh, yes. My family, we're musical talented. We I... love music, and we love to jam, and one of the instruments I first played was guitar, and I saw my older cousin playing it. I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. And then he taught me three chords, and then I taught myself the rest. If you hear a song today, you could just pick it up right away and probably mm-hmm, just lay it down find, on the guitar. Yeah, find the melody. 
I've tried. I've tried to learn it and read the music and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. So I've had to give up on it. But um, in the church that we went to, my brother William will play the piano. My brother Kevin will play the bass. And then I play the drums. The Vitae family band? Mm-hmm. And then we have my cousin playing the guitar and then singers. Coming to a church or stop near you anytime soon? Get this thing on the road. <laughs> What's a good band name? The Flying Vs? The Flying Ooh. Vs. Ooh, that's a good one. Flying good Vs. One. Can you sing it all? Nope. <laughs> good answer. I have good ear, but nope. You also know how to play the ukulele. Is that mm-hmm. correct? I think that's a phenomenal instrument to play. So I'm sure being an old lineman, too small to do the ukulele. Nah, you get used to it. You get used to it? <laughs> yeah. When did the um, the Eagles enter the courting process with you in the draft? Oh, man. Right after the um, NFL Combine, the very first team that worked me out was coached out like maybe two days after I came back from Indianapolis. And I just get a call from my agent saying the Eagles are going to work you out this day. And I was like, all right. Well, Stout was running the offensive drills at the Combine. So when he's going through that, did you think to yourself, like, this guy's kind of crazy. I, I couldn't imagine playing for him. <laughs> I and then you find that. out that he's going to... I mean, I expected that. I've had lots of coaches who were calm, and then you have coaches that were just all out. <laughs> but could you pick up on anything during those drills that the Eagles might be a team that would show interest in you just based on being with them down on the field? I remember he made me do the squat test. He made me do it a couple times. What's a squat test? Yeah, can you take us exactly through the squat all right, test? All right, so he makes you go in front of the wall, right? Mm-hmm. You face the wall and you get shoulder width apart. So you're like maybe two inches away from the wall. And then you just look up and squat without hitting your head on the wall. Interesting. There's another podcast for us to do. Uh, so basically, <laughs> it's make sure that you don't go back and hit the wall. Yeah, as you're going to down. see how okay. flexible your Achilles are if your ankle's mobile. So he came down, you were back in Texas when mm-hmm. he worked you out? Yeah. Did you spend time? Did you go out to dinner, meals, or anything? I didn't like go that? out to dinner, but. The only thing we did, he worked me out, and then we had classroom time. Was he showing you the offense? Or was he asking you? What he showed happened? me the offense, but it was like under the fire kind of thing. See how well I can remember, and I remember pretty well. Did you come out of the workout feeling like put a good uh, foot forward? And I mean, I felt pretty good. He looked like he enjoyed it. Was there any kind of story from his time down there that just stood out to you that said maybe I really want to play for this guy, or oh, I just can't yeah, wait to see I what mean, they had in Philadelphia? The first team to come out, and I was like, man, this is pretty cool. This could be my future job. So then you get the call from the Eagles. Mm-hmm. That they just drafted you. Do you remember that phone call? Or yes, is I remember. Too- Green Bay was on the clock, and when they called me, I thought it was Green Bay at first, but then it was a two one five area code, mm-hmm. and it says Philadelphia. And I was like, "No, this can't be." So I answered, and I was talking to the GM and Coach Peterson. I can't remember what I was saying to them, but I just remember talking <laughs> to Coach Stout. So I'll do everything for you. So. And then at that point, was everyone at your party just going bonkers? Yeah. Or yeah, at that point, they all thought it was Green Bay. So once you hung up the phone, they all said, yeah. oh, well, everybody was welcome quiet. to Green Bay. Yeah, uh, everybody was quiet. And then the first thing I said, guess who's getting a cheesesteak? <laughs> uh. So you grew up Fort Worth area. Mm-hmm. There's a team, certain rival of the Eagles, not too far from there. I know. I mean, I might as well get out of the way. Did you grow up? Uh... I was. Okay. <laughs> Rest of your family. Yeah. So what has that been like? It's funny that we haven't mentioned the team's name, and I don't think we're going to. I really would. Yeah. <laughs> I was a big fan of them for the longest. Them, I like cause, it. Because, you know, I'm from Texas. Sure. I mean, it makes sense, in, of course. In that era. Mm. At least at least you're from there, right? Yeah. The worst is when you walk around Philadelphia and you see someone and it's like, guy's probably never been there. <laughs> like, Just to be that guy front who doesn't want to yeah. be with everybody else who's an Eagles yeah. fan. So no. I want to live in Philadelphia. At least be in your case, it makes perfect sense. So, Who's your favorite player? Tyron Smith. Now, speaking of great tackles, Tyron Smith won. You're playing with one here in Philadelphia. Jason Jason Peters. Peters. And Lane Johnson. And Lane Johnson. What has it been like 
working alongside these guys because Jason is eight-time Pro Bowler, mm-hmm. making a case for the Hall of Fame. Lane got the big contract extension this offseason. He's mm-hmm. a player on the rise, Pro Bowl potential. Their former number four overall pick. What's it been like with those two guys? It's a crazy experience at first, but then I'm here for a reason. And Lane took me under his wing, both of him and uh, Jason. They're both trying to pass down their legacy, trying to help me improve my technique because I came from a spread offense and so I'm a little bit different than here. So I have to relearn everything, which is like being a freshman all over again. Mm-hmm. What's your impression of Jason Peters been off the field? Because when he talks to the media, he's kind of reserved. He's kind of quiet. Doesn't talk that often. What's he been like with you behind the scenes? Uh, he's cool. He's really chill. He's laid back. He's a Texas guy as well, right? Yeah. yeah he's from Texas. So. Him and Lane. Jason's down to earth. He's just a cool guy. V, do you have any goals, expectations for your rookie season? I mean, you come into a great situation where you know there's a team. It's a team that wanted you early on in the Mm -hmm. draft process. They have two veterans Mm -hmm. for you to learn from. Have you sat down and made any kind of lists or thought to yourself, by the end of this year, I want to have accomplished blank? Well, first, my first goal is to uh, make the team first. And then after that, then I'll start making my goals. Halapuli Vati Vaitai, or simply known as V. (laughs) Thank you very much for joining Thank us you. here on the Eagles Insider Podcast. Great interview there from Halapulavati Vaitai. Alex, do you have any brothers or sisters? I do. I have an older sister okay. and a younger brother. So I am a, I'm the man in the middle. Wow. Yes. What was the dynamic like in that household? A little bit different than it was for uh, the <laughs> Vaitai family. We weren't quite as, as musically inclined or, or anything like that. We had to get his brothers on. We always tried to get the different perspective from someone who knew our subject, our interview subject growing up, whether it was a former coach, a mentor. In this case, you, you have twin brothers. Got to get the brothers on here. So we're going to kick things off with Kevin. One thing I didn't ask these guys was which of the two twins is actually the older. Mm. Bad move on my part. <laughs> Nonetheless, what was it like for the three brothers to play together on the same offensive line in high school? Let's bring in one of Halapuli Vatai's twin brothers, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> have you ever wondered how come Big V, your older brother, has the name, which I know has family roots, and then you and your twin brother, Will, have uh-huh. more traditional names, to say the least? <laughs> Me and Will were kind of shocked about that, too, how he got the traditional name and then we got more of an uncommon name, I guess. But I don't know. We just never really thought of anything about that, I guess. But you all have nicknames for each other, right? We all have our own Tongan nicknames. Mine is Mila, and then William, we'll just call him like, uh, kind of like French, like saint William, but you add an I to it, so it's like Viliami. As far as English names, I'm Kevin, and then he's Will, and then Big V got Halapoli Vati, Vati, or you could just call him Vati. Vati. That's another nickname we haven't heard for him yet. We'll, we'll have to work that we're one into oh, the really? mix. No, because we, oh, okay. we were thinking maybe calling him Hal. You're the one who's gone with Hal, but Vati's a, a different one that I haven't thought of yet, but that's not bad. We like that one. So, Kevin, what was Vati like as an older brother? Man, he was great, man. He really did teach me and my twin a lot growing up. He's always taught us to keep a good head on our shoulders and just to keep striving and never give up. What's the age difference between you guys? It's pretty close, right? Yeah, it's pretty close. He's almost a year. Me and Will are in May. He's in June, so it's about 11 months difference. 
Now, he told us, and you can either confirm or deny this story, that because you and Will are twins, you guys used to kind of gang up on him a little bit, and you would always take your <laughs> oh, twin yeah. brother's side. Is that a true story? Oh, definitely. We used to do that all the time growing up. I feel like that's where we got our bond, get that love-hate relationship between the twins and the older brothers. So <laughs> we used to gang up on him sometimes. <laughs> Did you ever conspire with Will to get Vati in trouble? <laughs> you know what? I mean, no, honestly, no, I've never done that, but... I have sat there just like, man, we should gang up on this guy, let's beat up this guy. So I have a situation like that, but I've never really had a time where I wanted to get him in trouble, I guess, but we did that. But it was always, oh, we've got a problem, oh, okay, the twins beat him up. So you guys all played on the same offensive line in high school growing up. What was the best part of having your two brothers with you, not only on the same team, but really right next to you on the offensive line? Oh, man. It was a great experience. i just always known that I've had a backup. I played center. William played guard, and then uh, Big B played tackle. And we were basically left side in high school. And it was pretty cool knowing that every time we ran left, there was no doubt about it because my brothers were right there. So. <laughs> Do you have a favorite memory from a game of the three of you guys playing together, whether it was a key moment in a game, a victory, or just a certain play, or anything along those lines that stand out to you from your time playing in high school? I would really just say just the fact of playing with my brothers, that was the best thing. My brothers were there all the time, so I just felt like you were unstoppable. If you had your two brothers with you, especially two older brothers, I'm always looking up to them. So it was always uh, like a nonstop roller coaster during high school. Now, V also told us that you guys used to speak in Tongan during the game. Was that any kind of advantage for you? Would you do some trash talking in a different language during the games? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we used to do that a lot. That was the best thing about being able to speak another language, especially <laughs> with your brother. What was it like following your brother's career through college? At what point did you think that maybe, just maybe, he would have a shot to make it to the NFL? Yeah, it was crazy. It was great to see him transfer off to TCU and all of a sudden coming down to uh, draft day and seeing him get into the league. Words can't even explain that. We were just so happy and grateful for the opportunity that he got. V told us that he remembers getting the call to say that he was drafted by the Eagles, but he doesn't remember much after that, but it was a big family party. What was that like to be around your whole family during that time? What was that day? It was cool. It was nice. Pretty cool having the family come by. See my brother get drafted on his big day. It was blessing to have the family come together. Once in a lifetime experience right there. How many Cowboys fans were converted into Eagles fans on that day? Oh, wow, man. I honestly can't even tell you. I don't know. I, I know everybody here is a Cowboys fan, and it's my first time seeing them talk about the Eagles a little bit. They never talked about the Eagles until my brother made it out there. So kind of different, kind of see a bandwagon going on a little bit, but pretty cool. Has he sent you any Eagles gear yet? No, he hasn't sent me any, but the last couple times he came down to visit, he's brought a couple things down, so me and my brother are kind of fighting over that right now. How often have you had a chance to speak with him during training camp, and what are some of the things that he shared about the experience to this point he'll call every now and then whenever he's free probably about like you know every other day or so as far as experience was like he said he stays really busy during practice kevin my last question for you is there are so many players who suit up and play in the high school level and then you have players who make it to the college level but very few make it all the way to the nfl why do you think your brother has beaten the odds so to speak to be one of the chosen few to have the opportunity to suit up and play in the National Football League. 
judge it from a brother's point of view, I guess. I don't know. I just always known my brother as a very hard worker. He's always been the nonstop grind type of guy. He's always had that motor with him. He's uh, football smart, but he's coachable. He's able to learn quick. I know he has great hands, great feet. There's always something on my brother that you can coach, and he'll be able to do it within a matter of a time. Kevin, we appreciate the scouting report, and thank you very much for shedding some light on your older brother here on the Eagles Insider Podcast. Thank you very much for the time. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you guys for calling. Great stuff there from Kevin. Uh, all right, so we got the perspective from one brother, Kevin. How about Halapuli Vadi Vitae's other brother, Will, who's going to delve more into the family life and what Big V was like as an older brother. Will, thank you very much for taking the time out to join us. Yes, sir. So, Will, how would you describe your brother, Big V? Or, or we learned a short time ago, uh, Vati, another nickname yes, for him. Sir. We've been coming up with a million nicknames to avoid saying his first name, even though we've done a pretty good job with it. But how would you describe your brother? I describe Big V. Tall, goofy, just <laughs> a bright young man, somebody that's willing to get the job done. He's built a character. You know, he's good with kids. He likes to play around, good time with the family, and especially growing up as kids, he wasn't the early morning bird. <laughs> you gotta wake him up, and he was always the grumpy one, but always get the job done. How much of a sibling rivalry would you say you guys had growing up? He was always bigger than us, and me and my twin brother, we were always the ones that would get the last piece of the meal, and V was just always, oh, it's V, V can do anything. <laughs> I remember growing up, we used to argue as little kids, V was the big guy, and one time me and my brother had to gang up on him because he wouldn't share his cookies with us, and <laughs> we had to kind of teach him the lessons, and we had two other brothers playing football as well, and <laughs> we had to put down the pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> When your family would walk into a restaurant, would they be like, oh, no, the Vitae brothers are here again. Get the kitchen staff. Everyone's working overtime. Back in Texas, were you guys notorious? Oh, yeah. People recognize us everywhere we go. Just typically like the Chinese buffet restaurants around here we go to or <laughs> Pizza Garden or wherever. You know, we walk in. Oh, jeez. Okay. Close the doors. Nobody else is allowed in. <laughs> yeah, the closing time is a wrap. One of the interesting things that we learn from Vati is that you guys are musically inclined as a family and that you guys even have a family band. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. or, or is he just puffing his chest out a little bit there? Well, our family, yeah, we're music talented. We're big into the reggae industry and we listen to all kinds of music. But, you know, we're from the islands of Tonga, so it comes out from the island and it's reggae music. And our family, we grew up into singing church hymns and my brother plays the drums big v and i play the keyboard and my twin brother plays the bass and i got a couple cousins that play in the band and growing up as kids and you get to learn a little more and a little more and you get further with learning an instrument or whatever you're learning if you guys had to name your band what would the name of it be I had a couple ideas, but I don't know if you guys ever had a name for it. The Vitae man. The Vitae. How about I had uh, the Flying Vs? The Flying Vs. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Who can sing in the group? To be honest, uh, I don't think none of us have a bright voice to put out there. <laughs> when they see you guys coming, they're not going to tell you you can't sing. Okay? It's oh, like yeah. you want to say you want to say what about us? You want to say we can't sing? <laughs> What was it like in high school where the offensive line was Kevin was center, if I'm correct, you were the left guard, and Vati was a left tackle? Oh, yeah. I remember those good old days. Let me just say that the left side was grounding and pounding all the way down the field every single play. Let me just tell you how unfair it was. But 
Where we're the underdog because, you know, we moved into Austin City. Originally from you, was growing up in that city, there's always a big football team. And, you know, growing up, we were the underdogs, but we're our offense on that left side. We carried the offense, the yards, and how much did we gain every uh, down. We, we used to talk about that and be like, man, our whole line is better than half of the district. But why are we already six places? And then, you know, <laughs> and overall. So, That's all I mean, you had. Explain it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you kind of explain stuff like how much it meant to us. Even though we weren't number one in the bracket, we were always at least number two or number one in the office, you know, overall. So when did you guys realize that your brother might have a chance to make the NFL? I knew he'd be growing up. He was always focused. He might have been the lazy one out of all of us three, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I give him credit because he get things done, and he was always that guy that he just know. Where does that come from? I think, honestly, it's the way we were raised. Growing up, we were raised kind of a, not strict, but it was more organized. And everything you do, you know, is really trying to get better or you got to feel sorry for yourself more every day. But he was the oldest out of us three. We always looked up to him. I know he feels like he's that key to open up the doors. And V, he always had a good ear. He was never a bad kid or anything. So I know growing up and just the way playing ball with little kids, I just know that it was just a normal thing of getting taught the right things and just being coachable and just to read everything. Just try to ball out, I guess. <laughs> well, my last question for you is this. Since he's made it all the way through TCU, playing close to home, and now he's been drafted in the NFL, what does a Vitae name mean? back in Texas where you're from. I mean, how much prestige and honor has he provided the area with the fact that he's made it to where he is today? I'll tell you one thing. Uh, once they found out that V got drafted, everybody was going crazy. And, you know, social media was blowing up. Church was just being made. It was just all joy. and you know, Everybody was just celebrating. Just to see V make it. One of the few athletes out of high school in Austin City. It's a blessing to see my brother move on and to see him riding out here and in the league, making things work and just seeing the dream come true. Well, well, thank you very much. Uh, we greatly appreciate the insight into your older brother and taking the time to join us here on the Eagles Insider Podcast. Thanks a lot. Yes, sir. No problem. Really, really great perspective from both Kevin and Will Vitae about Big V, the Eagles' fifth-round draft pick. Thursday, if you happen to be listening to this as the podcast drops, we will be live at 6.30 p.m. on our digital and social channels with the kickoff show presented by Exalta. I will be hosting that along with Joe DeCamera. Alex will be providing a live report yes, from will. Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, you can follow all the action right on PhiladelphiaEagles.com or on our accounts throughout the entirety of the game. At halftime, we will be live with the halftime report, uh, a special halftime ceremony honoring past great players. About 50 or so are expected to attend. It'll be a nice tribute, so we will have that for everyone online. And then I will be back for the post-game show presented by Rico with highlights, live press conferences, player reaction, analysis, everything that you want to know about the Eagles and the Buccaneers. And then uh, don't forget that this Sunday, the second and final open practice of training camp is mm-hmm. Military Appreciation Day. Everything kicks off at 7 p.m. Tickets are free. Parking is free. Great time for the entire family. Definitely do not miss it. Again, Sunday night, Military Appreciation Day. Everything begins at 7 p.m. at the link. Anything else to uh, to add there? No, I just can't wait for uh, the first preseason game. Doug Peterson's third first game with the Eagles, if you think about it. <laughs> first as a player in 1999, then as an assistant coach uh, under Andy Reid, and now first time as the head coach. So his third first game I'll with say, the Eagles. I'll say fourth first game. First as an opponent. Okay. Right? And okay. He's, he's been an opposing assistant coach. So you can say fifth. Fifth first uh, fifth game. Fifth first. 
Oh, we're getting off the rails. Yeah. So on that note, again, make sure to leave us a comment, rate the podcast wherever you listen to them. For Alex Smith, I'm Chris McPherson. You've been listening to the Eagles Insider Podcast. <laughs>